0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Spest. Hello. I'm not too busy of a week this week, Derek. been taking it easy. Uh, Have you? Yeah, it was. Um, What are we doing with the weekend? The weekend, they said it was going to be thunder and lightning storm. So I did a bunch of stuff around the house. Did some lawn mowing and stuff like that. We've planted flowers. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Friday night, went out for a paddle up uh, Duffins Creek here. Um, How was the scenery? Good. It was a nice day out. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Saw lots of things. Yeah. Did you? We did. We did. A few surprises along the way. A few. Su- well, there was. Yeah. There was a surprise along the way. Are those kids doing what we think they're doing? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hint to those people sitting on shore. When you're looking down a river to make sure you're not being caught, remember the river goes in two directions. <laughs> Don't look in just one direction. It's like walking across the road. Don't just look to the right because cars come from the left as well. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said on that. That, <laughs> doobie doobie doo. that kayak is way too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway... <laughs> What about you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, d- I didn't see any fantastic scenery like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I d- d- it was a busy weekend. I uh, went to Candor's Wonderland with uh, the wife and kids and you know, sister-in-law and the nieces and stuff, and that was a that was a blast. But it was so hot, it was mm-hmm. so stinking hot. But it was nice. I I go to Canada's Wonderland once every five years or so, so it was it was nice. Got to. Ride on Leviathan and did a whole bunch of smaller rides with the kids. and So it was, it was fun. It was a good day. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I'd like to... I know we usually do do a few things here, little chit-chats about what we got, but uh, I'd just like to say I've been seeing a lot of photos lately online. Everybody's yes. so excited to get out. I, I had to make a post today even on... Uh, or yesterday, I guess, uh, on... Uh, no, two days ago, I yep. guess it was. Um, days are just flying by now. Uh, about all the people getting out it's it's great seeing everybody getting out on the water you know especially after the weird spring we've had and you know everybody's finally able to they're 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 getting out in the canoes and they're getting out in the kayaks and this and the stand up paddle boards and everything and they're all posting pictures and they're all happy the number of people i am seeing in these photos without pfds Mm -hmm. is phenomenal
1: I haven't noticed it myself, but I haven't been, you You troll just, a lot more. Yeah, than I you know what,
0: I, I I look at a lot more stuff. I'm always going through different sites and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, um, just it, it's great to see the people out there. But, and I think it's more because we're always talking about, yes you know, wearing the proper gear when you're at this time of year with exactly, the cold yeah, water yeah. and uh, making sure that you've got your PFD on and not just sitting in the boat somewhere and whatnot. The number of people mm-hmm. without what I the find, PFDs on is astounding.
1: What I find unfortunate is uh, the more you see it, the more you're influencing other people's decisions. And if you see a lot of people without it, you think, eh, they don't use it, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm thinking to myself, man, like, I, I always wear mine, just I, I, as a point. I always wear it, and for it, it, various reasons, like, I, I guess the primary reason is uh, if I'm wearing it, my kids will argue less about wearing it themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, set a good and example. And plus, yeah, I want to set a good example. And the other part of the reason is that I can't swim with a lick, right, so. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's important for me because I will drown without a life jacket. Yeah. Right. But you, you, but you know, it, it's important to send the message to you know your children and and people who are being exposed to you know the stories and the pictures and the you, you YouTube videos and, and whatever. Right. It's like you're you're telling people, eh, yeah, it's not a big thing. Well, it is a big thing. I think it's really important that people uh, people do make a point of wearing their PFDs.
0: And there's already been a bunch of stories about, you know, people missing in kayaks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. There's been a couple of deaths already. Yes. You know, and especially this time of year, have you ever, even in the middle of summer, tried putting a life jacket on while in the water? And treading water?
1: I've never done it, but I've always...
0: Go th- in the middle of the lake, jump I've, out without your life jacket, and try to put it on.
1: <laughs> I visualized it. I thought about... I have pictured it in my mind going through the motions. I'm thinking, it, it. I don't think it's it would be that easily done.
0: No. Now picture it when it's... Rough cold water. water. Cold water. This time exactly. of the year, the, the water yeah. temperature this time of year. Mm-hmm. Try doing that while you're shivering. Yes. Turning blue. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to harp on it. I mean, No, but it's We, it's we, good we, to we always it. do. It's good to mention it. Guys, just put them on. You know, like like I say, I mean, it's great to see everybody out there use some common sense. Yeah. Uh speaking of uh no, well, before I get into that, you had a couple things you wanted to mention.
1: Yes. Um I, I did notice that uh, in with uh, the blue-green algae and uh, I've seen it I I don't I'm unaware of other places, but through uh, through a lot of postings, I see a lot of stuff from Algonquin Park. And uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Lake Laville, Lavalier, Lavier, Lavalier I think was the last near two years? Canyon, and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's always like July, August, late season. They in get the season. big, yeah, the big, the big the, algae the, the blooms, algae and blooms. you
0: can't stay there. You can't swim. Exactly. Don't and drink it. You can't even boil it
1: mm-hmm. because it it uh, the algae bloom. It doesn't it doesn't kill it by boiling. It, it just change it from a biotoxin to just a toxin yeah right and it's still toxic even if it's boiled and uh so anyways i was noticing uh, that uh there the beaches at lake of two rivers which is the highway 60 corridor the beach has been closed the last couple of days because of the blue green algae bloom and this is highway 60 it's highway 60 but it's also very early in the year yeah like, it hasn't really warmed up yet. So it's uh, for the algae bloom to hit so hard and so early and Highway 60 quarter, It's like, this, this is, uh, and it, the thing is, is the algae is, uh, it's a toxic, dangerous algae bloom. It's, uh, it's you can't drink the water. You can't, you, they don't even recommend you wash or or whatever. Like, and
0: I, I just. You see, Lake of Two Rivers joins. I mean, that's the. Uh Rock Lake. And, yeah, that joins everything. Is that yeah. Madawaska River? That um, goes all... The, no. Uh, no, I'm not sure. That goes all the way through. I mean, it goes Patta- all w- the way w- through from Whitney. Yeah. Right? We've paddled Whitney yeah. all the way through to Cache, mm-hmm. passing through Lake yeah. of Two Rivers. That's all connected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's going to... If that spreads...
1: It seems to... Yeah, if, if it spreads, that's bad. But it seems to mainly concentrate in non-current area, So mm-hmm. the, the water is still and flat and calm and, and whatever. Right. And so it's, uh, it's, I, I just find it surprising that
0: so early. Lake of two rivers is a big campground too. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen. You have to keep an eye on that, see what happens. Will they close the campground down? Well, cause you're not supposed to swim in it. You're not supposed yeah. to like even the, the upper lakes, they mm-hmm. say you paddle through and that's it. Yes. Don't stay on the lake. Yep. Don't, don't do anything there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they, was for for interior cam, uh, campsites, they uh, they close the campsites on these mm-hmm. lakes because you're going to be on this lake and you have to use the water. Yeah. Right? So they just close the campsites down and say, sorry, your uh, campsite is canceled and wow. yada, yada, yada.
0: That's going to be something to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Huh. So so there's y- that. Y- yeah. The other thing was uh, we talked uh, just last week about the uh, the book I ordered, the Nostigan. Yeah. And. No, Nost, nostigan, 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 nostogan. N- <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have way too many words on this show that we just don't know how we to just pronounce. Can't pronounce that. We just pronounce them fifteen different ways, and yes. hopefully we get it right. The book is in. The book is in. <laughs> I have it here. In my Starts hands. with an N. I was reading some of
1: this to Sean earlier. It's uh, it's really interesting. It's just a series of essays and and you know other documentation and stories and history and. So it's uh, I'm already into it it's uh, it's really exciting to uh to read and review. So and there's one other thing I wanted to mention what was it? Your box. Oh yes. I uh so Sarah de, de Gregorio she told us when when was it? We had gone
0: was that the uh Canoe symposium? Yeah, uh, I think it was the Canoe symposium,
1: yeah. yeah. So we we had gone up for the Canoe symposium and Sarah was, was raving about the Karen box. So I thought I'd try it out and I just uh so I subscribed just two weeks ago, and uh, the first one came in the mail uh, was Monday.
0: Now, the Cairn is like the Explorer box. It's just like the Explorer box. the Cairn is from the States?
1: It's from the States, yes. And uh, just in the first box, it's it seems to be very... They deal with high-end equipment and gear and tools. Whereas, and I don't want to be knocking the Explorer box, but I found that the Explorer box tended to... Be on the cheap side of some of the gear and equipment that came in the box, mm-hmm. so I was I, I was somewhat disappointed with the the level of quality for the explore items, but the Cairns, I'm really impressed so far with it, and uh, so I think I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be stopping the explore box and and uh, doing this. It's it's neat to get these interesting surprise packages in the mail, right? and uh it probably if it wasn't for the radio show i pr- might not be doing either but uh it's sound of it. it's it it's an interesting thing it's keep me engaged with a lot of these this outdoors equipment and stuff like that and so yeah it's uh, i like it and uh
0: so i look forward to It's like uh, christmas 365 days ago yeah it is it's really cool <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um well there's what you're saying there's a lot of people out on the water uh i've already been out kayaking a few times i haven't even got my canoe out yet which is bad um i'm thinking that'll probably be this week though you've been out out on
1: a kayak like four or five times now
0: yeah Yeah. it's like every every week i'm out. you're
1: doing pretty good there
0: yeah hey i gotta learn to do it right I'm getting better at getting in and out of the kayak from the shore. i <laughs> uh, I sort of gave, well, you know what? Everybody, I, I've taken down Rotary Park and the, this this dock is about a foot and a half above the water line. Everybody's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, let's just go over to the beach. <laughs> 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 so apparently it's not just me. Uh, Warren King from Makai Paddle Surf. He's okay. been um, doing some stand-up paddle boarding in Portugal and he's in Amsterdam right now. So, I guess they're doing a little bit of family vacation, cool. going over and seeing friends and family huh. and stuff. So, he's, uh, yeah, he's over there doing a, a bunch of stand up paddle boarding. And he sent me a message saying June's like next week. Okay. So, we got to set up a time when he gets back to do our little paddle board stint with him. Yeah. So, I get the uh, GoPro. All ready to go, and uh, <laughs> I got my wetsuit all ready to go. You're going to freeze your butt off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll laugh. Well, I, I have... we we'll laugh. I
1: have dry pants and a dry top. It's just that That'll they've work. shrunk, right? So, yeah. So... <laughs> so you're just mostly
0: dry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Van Berger from <clears throat> The Outdoor Kind. He's starting his Yukon journey next week. Yes. Next week? Next. Yeah. June 6th? Yeah something like that, June. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, (laughs) there's just so many dates going through my head here. Uh, and actually we're going to, we'll talk with him a little later on on the episode here, but he's starting that that's like 2000 miles. Like, yeah, must be nice. (laughs) David Lee, the passionate paddler. Uh, he's already taken a trip. They went up North of Cochrane to seek the headwaters of the North French river. Okay. Yep. And there was a few of them there. They, they, paddled there and uh, finding some old old canoe routes some yes. old uh, yeah, they're scouting indigenous the people's yeah. um, routes and stuff like that and then they paddled the North French till it met the Moose River and then headed up to Moosigny now they came out we haven't talked to them yet but they came out and they said something made a little comment about one canoe short
1: Yeah, I wonder what he said Mm -hmm. meant by that.
0: Either they lost a canoe or they gave it away (laughs) or (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure it'll all come out. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out hitting the water and uh, whatnot already. So this seems to be the time for trips, big trips. And there's a big one going on right now. Coursing Through America. Check it out at coursingthroughamerica.com. C-O-U-R-S-I-N-G through america.com martin tran and jillian brown okay so martin is uh, he's from quebec social worker adventurer and long distance canoeist and jill is from british columbia and she's an adventure photographer both have big backgrounds in paddling yeah. right from april to november jill <laughs> and yeah it's yeah. mind-boggling when I, you think about that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I'm just taking seven months off and yeah, I know.
1: That's the part too. Is is you're 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 basically taking and well, obviously either of us couldn't do that. We
0: there's work. Well, I could <laughs> just you yeah, know, I, you know, I don't I've, expect to just hop back into your job when yeah, you get back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, my wife might not be too happy. <laughs> so they're gonna paddle. A canoe across the United States, starting from the Pacific Ocean in Astoria, Oregon, and heading to the Atlantic Ocean at the tip of Florida.
1: I've been to Astoria.
0: Have you? Hmm. Northwest corner of the United States to the southeast corner of yeah. the United States. So, Kitty Corner, straight yeah. across, diagonal across the states. Yeah. Two hundred and ten days to paddle and portage four hundred or four thousand seven hundred and fifty miles. <laughs> Must be nice. It's a small Coast trip. to coast. It's a small trip. It's just a small, itsy-bitsy little trip. <laughs> now, it's cool that the route, because come September, when they're heading down to Florida, yeah. and it's starting to get colder up north here. It, yeah. So, right? it's, a so it's a perfect way to exactly, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. You're using the weather to your advantage.
0: The route will retrace some of the historical routes of explorers, such as Lewis and Clark, uh, Louis Joliet, uh, Jacques Marquette. And as well as follow the traces of America's First Nations. Huh. Okay, so are you ready for this? What? Columbia River for nearly 315 miles. Yeah, no problem. Portage around four large hydroelectric dams. Snake River for 140 miles. Portaging around four more hydroelectric dams. Between Lewiston, Idaho, and Helena, Montana. Helena? Helena? Helena. Montana. There is a 375-mile portage <laughs> through the Rockies. Well, of course. You know, uh, 375 miles. Because um, Mike Ranta had to do the same sort of big yes, portage through the Rockies. Yes, he had an 800 Yeah, kilometer... that was like a 30-day portage. Yeah, so
1: 800-kilometer yeah. portage and it took him a
0: month. Uh, the Missouri River for nearly 2,250 miles. So at <laughs> least, you know. <laughs> portaging around 14 hydroelectric dams. Wow. Uh, when they reach the city of St. Louis, they will take a five-day break. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> slackers. They'll continue the journey along Ohio, Tennessee, and Tom Bigby Rivers for nearly 750 miles to Mobile, Mobile? Mobile, Mobile Bay, Bay in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And their journey will end on the shores of the Florida Keys in the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) That's awesome. How nice would that be? Oh, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. If you could only get the time off to do something like that. But it'd be very daunting. Like, that's a long trip. Could you imagine walking to your boss's office going, So, (laughs) I'm looking at the vacation (laughs) schedule this year. And I noticed there's seven months between April and November that I'd like to take off. (laughs) What do you say? (laughs) I'd say, how do you spell two weeks notice? (laughs) Exactly. How do you spell unemployment insurance? (laughs) They do have uh, an in-reach on their website, uh, which is coursingthroughamerica.com. And you can follow where they are. And right now it looks like they're in Idaho. And they do Facebook updates. Uh, Martin Tran, T R A H A N, canoeist, is on is that's his Facebook. And Jillian A Brown Photography is is her Facebook page. And they're posting pictures and little updates mm-hmm. as they go along. Yeah, that's sort of. There was one update something to do with a snake, which I just you know, a nope rope. <laughs> nope rope. a nope rope i want nothing to do with snakes no sir uh that's uh that, yeah that's what they're doing and um yeah follow them because this looks pretty cool they've been they've they've had a couple of articles written about them there's they've been on i think tv and some news and stuff like yep. that so it's uh been pretty good but we're gonna follow them around and uh, see how how well they do but yeah that'd be awesome to do that <laughs> <laughs> it pretty incredible. Yeah, man. yeah. Just the two of them in a, in a canoe, zipping across, kitty, yeah. kitty cross of uh, the United States. And what else? Yeah, I think that's about it for that. We'll do updates as they go along as well. Yes. Uh, so let's take a quick break here. And when you come back, we're going to talk about and to John Van Berger of the Outdoor Kind about his Yukon Journey Canoe and Kayak Charitable Expedition. (laughs) Super
1: duper awesome. Hi, this is Derek Sparst. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners. So if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show.
0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com, or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store. With locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Now, we had John Van Berger of The Outdoor Kind on a few weeks back to talk about what The Outdoor Kind is. And how they deal with uh, first responders, raising money for them. Uh, they go out and they educate people on first responders yes. and you know being careful in the backcountry stuff like that and uh, we talked about the oh shit kit mm-hmm. you know what you should have with you on your your canoe trips and your kayaking trips that sort of stuff
1: and we sampled lots of uh,
0: and we had beers some yes yeah, some, some wisconsin beers and cheeses was really good <laughs> that was amazing it was it was so one of the things we touched on was um john is doing the yukon journey canoe and kayak charitable expedition. So this is a going from Bennett, British Columbia to the Bering Sea. Yes. It's all on the Yukon the Yukon River starting at the gold rush site of Bennett, British Columbia, through the Yukon territory, across Alaska and they finish out at the Bering Sea. Nearly 2000 miles and it's a rotating group of six paddlers from four countries.
1: Yeah, it's pretty Good. amazing the group he's got together.
0: It is. He, he he got these guys, checked them out, and talked to them. And uh, I think one or one of them at least he's never even actually met yet.
1: Uh, is that the Japanese guy? The
0: uh, guy? I think he's a Japanese guy. He hasn't yeah, met, he hasn't yeah met yet. Yeah. yet. Uh, and all the proceeds from this journey are going. Hundred percent of it is going to to help uh, first responders. Yes. So training and and, and whatnot, yeah. and you know, helping them out. And it's nice sort of to
1: see the that. Like it, oftentimes you hear about charities and, you know, fundraisers and stuff like this, where not all the money is like, it's, it's the people sort of treat it like a job. And then, well, this is my earnings, but it's, so it's really nice to see that he is giving 100% of all money raised to the first responders. Mm-hmm. and And I think that's, I think that carries a lot of uh, care in his message, right? It it's, does. I think it's a really good thing that he's doing.
0: Well, that is his, that's what the outdoor kind is all yes. about. Yes. Right, so that's that's exactly what it's about, raising money for that sort of thing. You can check it out on yukonjourney.org That's the uh, website that they've, they've set up. So check that out and you can find a whole bunch of information on the, this trip that they're doing. So we sat down with John and said, you know, like, hey, let's talk about it. Give yep. us a lot more information. Uh, are they're, they're about to start this. So he took out some time and said, yeah, we'll sit down, we'll chat yep. and give us a little bit of information on what exactly is going on, you know, who the people are that are doing the trip and you know, all yeah, that the lowdown. Of, yeah, give us, give us a lowdown on it. So this is exactly what, uh, what he had to say about his trip when we had him on. Hey John, welcome back to the show. You are getting
2: ready uh, for your Yukon journey. How are things looking? Ah, things are going well. Um, there's a million loose ends that will be, we'll have to wrap up here very quickly. But that's kind of the, the way these trips go, right? You, you yes, get everything yes. together and do your do your best and hope it works out. And and when you're ready to get on the water, you're you go with what you got.
0: A lot of last minute things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So remind us again, um, the Yukon journey from Bennett to the Bering uh, Sea, uh, two thousand mile charitable journey mm. what's all the money for uh,
2: We are going to raise uh, funds for first responders uh, primarily in rural and wilderness areas. Uh, we want to help the people who help us when we have problems um, and you know you see all of these groups you know these small fire departments, uh, search and rescue groups and stuff you know they hold pancake breakfasts or spaghetti dinners or you know to try to raise some extra money and uh, what we want to do is be able to contribute to them. You know so they can focus on what they do best which is which is helping us out
0: right Uh, you're making a full-length documentary on this trip yep
2: yep we're going to uh, we'll be (laughs) shooting video and uh, photos along the way and uh, we'll be putting that together we'll be doing sneak previews in 2019 during the show season okay and then we're uh, we'll be uh, premiering that in 2020 awesome yeah
0: sounds great that sounds incredible
2: yeah. Yeah. And that's the schedule. Get it on a film festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which would be awesome. Yeah. You know. Um I think, you know, the the doing the full length, I'm not sure if we'll be able to, but you know, we'll see mm, how.
1: Create a cut down version and yeah, yeah, they
0: always they always do a cut down version on the film yes. festivals. So oh, okay. Yeah, there's a full movie, so it'll mm-hmm. be it like 2 hours, mm-hmm. but then there's a film fest version. Ooh. Which is like there you go, forty-five minutes or something like suddenly that. I have something it. else to do. There you <laughs> go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put that on the list. <laughs> Just a little bit <laughs> of editing. That's right. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you have six team members, four mm-hmm. countries. Yep. Uh, do you want to let us in on a little? Yeah, tell, a
1: tell
2: little us bit about, about the them. members. Yeah, um, very cool people. Um, some of whom I um, know, and and a couple who I. Uh, don't know well at all so it's it's kind of one of those things where we will we will be the best of friends hopefully by the end of the trip absolutely um so we have three through paddlers and then we've got three segment paddlers too so uh, i'll be doing the whole thing and uh ni takuya from uh, japan will also be one of the through paddlers Uh, He's a photographer. He uh, works, uh, his parents own like a mountaintop, like a backpackers kind of lodge. And so he's, uh, he does that. So when he's not out doing like photo and video work, he's back there helping them with their place. Um, He is a, he's a crazy paddler. Um, There are, there is footage of him. (laughs) Hunting New Zealand, running white waters in this little inflatable boat, and I'm looking at this going, <laughs> This guy's insane, you know. Sounds it. <laughs> um, and uh, met him on the river in uh, 2016. Right up on the Yukon. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So so he knows what to expect, and yes. you know. Yes. So uh, yeah, good guy. Um, we have Emma Burgesson. She's uh, American. She is. Um, was a member of the first all-women's team to finish the Yukon 1,000. Oh, so she knows the river. Right. Uh, she's a strong paddler. Um, you know. Uh, she's also really cool in that she's like a really great role model for young girls. So she went out and she did this, you know, and they and they finished and, and did very well. Actually, I think they took fourth too. Like well, in this, yeah. So right. it wasn't just that they finished. They yeah. They came did butt. really well. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, taught at a children's, uh, wilderness camp. She's taught gymnastics to kids and, uh, you know, very cool. Uh, so we're really happy to have her.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things that we've touched on on other shows is, um, you know, letting people know like women do this too,
2: Yeah, you know, and yep.
0: get them out there and hopefully the younger girls will start
2: getting into it and yeah. keep, keep with it. You know, Yep. and and you know, the flip side of that, and somebody mentioned this to me too, and it's probably just because I'm looking at it from the guy's perspective and say, Yeah, well, that's great for young girls to see that. And somebody said, And it's also great for young boys to see a woman oh, doing that. And it's like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, uh, so that's really cool. So we're we're thrilled to have her. Um, and then we have three segment paddlers. Uh, one is uh, Susan Walton, she's uh, a nurse from Whitehorse. She lives, uh, I think we mentioned when we talked. Previously, yeah, a few few weeks ago, yeah, yeah, that um, she lives right on Marsh Lake, which is part of the route, um, right. And so we're um, if you go to the YukonJourney.org site, probably my favorite picture on that site is a, is the picture of Susan. And if you look at that, you click in to look at her bio. You'll notice that not only does she have one teapot strapped to the kayak, oh yeah, look at that. but she has two teapots strapped to the she kayak. Likes tea. And uh, I, I just love that shot. You know, I just think that's so cool. You, you talk about priorities on the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but really nice person. Really cool. Um, Chelsea Mayer is uh, another one of our segment paddlers. She's uh, just wrapped up uh her uh, bachelor's degree environmental sciences. Okay. Um, and she's in Clinton, Iowa, but if you ask her, she's a Wisconsinite. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> she grew up, uh, her, uh, uh army family. I think she says she's an army brat, but every summer her parents had a resort in Northern Wisconsin and okay. so she was there. So that's, you know, where she grew up. Right. And, um, but, uh, we, uh, met, she, um, we actually were talking a lot online because she wanted to solo the Wisconsin River. And so I was talking about the different places and how not to sever your ACL. <laughs> Which, um, <yes. laughs> and, uh, but uh, we ended up meeting in person. She's very cool. She's very enthusiastic and thought, you know what, you really should think about this trip. And it, I mean, it was like a heartbeat. And she's like, yeah, I'll go. You awesome. Um, and then our... Or other segment paddlers also from farther away. It's uh, Dan Aubrey from uh, Chepstow, Wales, in the UK, um, and we've not met actually in person yet.
0: Um, All right.
2: <laughs> we kind of came ac- ran across each other in a Facebook group. Right. And um, he was doing a, a paddle for charity, and so we started talking. He was doing a like kayak camping kind of thing, and and we were talking about gear and that kind of thing, and. Um, just got hit it off, and and um, one thing led to another, right? And a couple of Skype phone calls, and he's on the trip. Awesome. Wow! <laughs> and you know, we we needed a ginger, and so <laughs> that was a positive. And you know, if you're going to do a documentary, you cannot do it without. You know, it's like a rule. You have to have somebody with a British accent. So, you know, that's, So I guess that rules out our buddy, Jim Baird, <laughs> <laughs> he had the ginger part down. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, Jim. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's our, that's our group. Um, you know, and, and I think the sort of the common thing is that they're all strong paddlers and very enthusiastic mm-hmm. about doing this, you know? Cool. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. And you got a couple of people that are, uh, doing support for you.
2: Yeah, um, we've got uh, Tanya Ryman with uh, uh, Platypie Designs. Uh, she's up in Edmonton, okay. and so she helps with all of the web stuff. And and so I would be. just... You got to have one of those. Oh, we got man. one of those guys. Our buddy Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: helps with all that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, I would be. I'd be lost without her. She's yeah. awesome. Um, and she also is the person who, uh, on a camping trip in the Bruce, um, she uh, was like, "Yeah, you really should try kayaking sometime." I'm like, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. And she's like, oh, yeah, you have to do this. And and I said, you know, tandem or not? And she said, no, don't go tandem. You know, you want to branch out and do kind of whatever yeah. you want. I went back home from that trip, uh, and it wasn't long after that that I got my first kayak. <laughs> so so it it's her fault. <laughs> it's her fault, yeah. So if something <laughs> happens to me out on the Yukon... Tanya (laughs) Tanya (laughs) and then um, our support group or or personnel for this is is my wife Jan and uh, you know we talk about uh, a lot of the um, god I I don't even know how to talk about some of the you know all of these pieces that we're putting together Um, yeah we drop when we start in uh, Bennett British Columbia Um, We'll have to leave a car. The vehicle stays in Whitehorse. Right. And then we paddle 8, what is it? Uh, uh, It was about 2,000 miles, so that's 3,000 something. 3,200 kilometers. 3,200 kilometers. Then we fly from the Bering Sea back into Anchorage, but a couple days before that, um, my wife will fly up to Whitehorse, get the car, Wow. drive that down and hopefully it starts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well there's a lot of hopes with a lot of this trip you know um so yeah so she's gonna take care of that and she's helping out with a lot of the production you know the production right. work too and and um yeah she's been awesome with this
0: cool cool yeah. so like i say there's just some uh, few loose ends to tie up loose ends you're ready to go (laughs) yeah yeah
2: uh you got a lot of sponsors helping you out with this you know we do we've been which is nice yeah yeah we've we've been really lucky um we've had some people come on you know right from the start um so you know i mentioned that long the the uh journey up there is is about eight thousand kilometers by road and so um malone auto racks is giving us uh a little uh microsport xt trailer that we can load up a canoe and kayak to take up there perfect which is yeah yeah Which right. just going to be yeah. so helpful um so we're thrilled that they're helping with that um bending branches uh and aquabound paddles out of my home state of wisconsin hey that uh carbon wood paddler you had yeah this yeah that was, that was a beauty yeah it is that that navigator it's absolutely gorgeous you know mixing the carbon and wood like that is um and it's fairly rare, right, in kayak yeah. paddles. So yeah. when you look at that, it's just, it's a work of art. Um, so they've they've helped the team out, um, and so we're going to be taking out some some nice paddles out there. Um, Enlightened Equipment, uh, another uh, Midwest firm out of Winona, Minnesota, um, has given us some sleeping quilts, and I had shown you those when I was there the yeah. last oh, yes, time. Yes, yes.
0: Those are awesome.
2: Yeah and so you know lightweight it's down it's um incredibly lightweight and packs down to almost nothing and um the they're rated down to zero mm-hmm. and uh, you know up on the yukon we're we're going to hit you know like, everything yeah varying yeah yeah, the, yeah. That, that old crowded house song four seasons in one day yeah right <laughs> it's yeah. Just really you know so we have so. those in toronto yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> in midsummer yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, to have that um, as opposed to carrying like a big sleeping bag to have that that sleeping quilt is is um, beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Can't can't wait to use that. Um, we also have um, and this is this is a really cool one um, for personal reasons. Stormy Cromer Caps out of Ironwood, Michigan. So there's a George Stormy Cromer in the early uh, 1900s was a semi-pro uh, baseball player okay, and a railroad guy. And he didn't like the railroad hats that he had. So he asked his wife if she could make a hat for him. And so she made this like a six panel, you know, so it fit really well and has these, the like these ear coverings on there that you can then pull down. And so it's called the Stormy Cromer and it is uh, it's a Midwest, American brand. They've been making them since 1903 wow. and they're outfitting the team. Nice. And the reason I love this is these are, uh, my wife has worn these since like the day we met. Yeah, Her father um, was a, a scoutmaster and everything. And he has had, um, Harold has worn a stormy Cromer hat from the 1950s. He still wears wow. that same hat. <laughs> and they have, like, a lifetime warranty on yeah. the hats and everything. But but so they're outfitting the team. That's amazing. Know, with these, yeah. And and it started, like, this iconic Midwestern yep. thing, which makes me really, oh, you know. Oh. Yeah. I'm
0: just Googling. I've seen these before. Yeah. Um. Oh, I can't even think of where I've seen them. Yeah. Like in old older time movies. Yeah. 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 And,
2: yeah. um and they're you know they're really comfortable uh and i mean they're obviously he's worn this thing from the 1950s so they're very well made Mm -hmm. um jeff daniels you know the actor yeah is a a, an upper i I don't know if he's upper peninsula guy but he's for sure a michigan guy and he's you know he's done a what it was escanaba and the moonlight um and he he wears stormy cromers and apparently he he tells the story he was walking down new york city on the street one time and Guy coming the other way is wearing a Stormy Cromer, and, and so is Jeff Daniels. And the guy walks by, and it's kind of like this New York Minute kind of thing, where the guy passed by, I looks at him, you know, and he obviously knows who he is, but he walks by and says, "Nice hat," and just keeps going. <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm thinking Elmer Fudd. Well, you know, it it has Dish. sort of that old that old hunting kind yeah, of look yeah, to it. just because there's a couple of red and yeah, sort of checkers. But it's but it's updated and it's yeah. you know, it's and it's really practical and um yeah. These are kind of cool. Yeah, like and those. they've got a trapper hat too, which yeah. you know, I, I it's just probably not going to work up there. But I really not wanna, at that time of year. Yeah, yeah. But I really love that thing. <laughs> I got just, one something like that. Yeah. 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 You know, um. And so then um, we also have um, not a local company for us, but one for you, uh, Novacraft Canoes. I've heard of them. You've heard of them. <laughs> I may have heard of them. <laughs> I may have even. I remember seeing one maybe in your garage even. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Novacraft is um, is uh, loaning us a prospector for this trip. So we're that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Know. That's. Yeah. And, yeah, and we're... Why you know,
0: wreck up your own canoeing and wreck up someone else? <laughs> that's what I always say. <laughs> See, I think the thing
2: was, you know, part of the thing was they were like, uh, yeah, John, you can't be in this, but we'll give this to Talk and Emma. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. you just they know your track their, record. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are, are some of our sponsors. You know, we've got a lot of other people that came on. Uh, you know, Wind Paddle came in, and mm-hmm. and so particularly down in the Southern Lakes... You know that form the those sort of the headwaters of the of the Yukon. You, yeah, um, we'll be using those wind paddle sails out there, which I'm yeah. really excited to try. Just o- I'm just not... over
0: the border into um, the Yukon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And so, uh, yeah, and and we've got a we've got a map on the you know the website and in, in yep. our blogs, uh, you know, in our posting and stuff too. If people are interested in seeing that, but it's yeah, it's it's a trip that's really there's really nothing else like it. Yeah. You know, it, it's long. It's you're you're in some of the most beautiful country in North America. You've got, um, you know, weather that, again, is, you know, it's going to be crazy. You're going to be out there and you're camping for 70 days straight. Yeah. And, uh, and it's
0: all for a good cause.
2: And it's for a good cause. Yeah. We're really proud of that. Um, the And, and I, I guess one thing with that I should mention, too, is if, you know, if you go to the YukonJourney.org site, um, there will be a link to the the funding site where you can donate um, to this. Mm-hmm. The money will go to first responder groups in the U.S. and in Canada. Right. And so we want to make sh- people, you know, make sure people know that. But, you know, the other piece of that is we're we're paying for this trip ourselves. So none of the money that people donate goes to the trip. It, it, it goes, goes to, to first, first res- responders. Yeah. Yep, and that's That's really, yeah. We we really, you know, they do so much for us, and uh, we really want to give something back to them. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're proud of that piece.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're you're paying for your own trip and anything that's donated Mm -hmm. by by people goes directly to yeah, then that's perfect. Yeah, you know, because I know they're, they're oh yeah well, how much goes to the first responders after you take your cut yeah, yeah. but there is no cut there is no nice cut. you take see, nothing yeah. off yeah. that's yeah. perfect yeah Very the horrible.
2: when you when people donate to this the you know the credit card processor takes uh i think it's like a, it's an industry standard it's like you know three percent 2.8 or it's 2.8 percent plus 30 cents per you know per whatever trend, yeah. it is, yeah. right and there's no way around that everybody yeah. does it. every credit card company you paypal cards yeah, yeah, pay, yeah you name it um, but beyond that, then that's the one cost. Everything else is donated. Um, our business, the Outdoor Kind, we're we're kind of absorbing a lot of the the administrative expenses with this. Right. So then that the, again, all of that money, it's not paying for computer stuff or websites or anything. All of that money that people donate goes straight to first responders.
0: Awesome, that's awesome.
2: So it sounds like this is all ready to go, except for <laughs> a couple little things
0: last minute. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we're excited about, and this is, uh, before we, we let you go and get moving on your trip here, you're gone for 10 weeks mm-hmm. and we're going to try to hook up doing phone interviews yes. at various points. At least along. Once a week. Yeah. If we can do once a week, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. But we'll get you on for five minutes or however long each week and yeah. give us an update on how the trip is going and... Yeah, new changes and how many people got eaten by bears? Right, and, traffic, right. You know, traffic yes. reports. Traffic reports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, heavy traffic on the Yukon today. Right. and yeah. did you find any gold? And yeah, you're
2: gonna try and
1: pan be. for gold up there, right? Have you already we, done it?
2: Yeah, yeah, and I've I've come up with nothing, but it doesn't mean I'm not gonna try it again. <laughs> right now, I I did talk to your
0: wife earlier, Mm-mm. and she said. If there's a phone interview at night (laughs) from Dawson, don't don't answer it. I I have no idea what that means, but she warned me. Yeah. Oh, I hear you're going to do phone interviews. That's awesome. Thank you very much. But if you get one at night from Dawson, don't answer it. You'll regret it.
2: So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah. 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 It's a, you know, Dawson, <laughs> let's talk about the history of Dawson. Oh, right? yeah. There's the great mining history. and There's and a lot
0: of mining history up there. Right. yeah. The Gold, Gold Rush. Gold Rush is right. the place to go to Dawson.
2: And, and there are no bars. Right. And there is no partying. No. And when I get up there, a lot of times what I do is I, you know, I, I make camp go to church I go to church and (laughs) I go to bed just like that right you know yeah so yeah so any rumors about anything else I can assure you are completely untrue fictional (laughs) untrue yes made up
0: yes just to make you look bad right and awesome. those
2: those photos from 2013, those are all, all doctored, f- all photoshopped. Yes, <laughs> that, I, yes.
0: That's what I thought when I was sent those pictures. Good, that can't you know? be real. Yeah, that's not
2: John. <laughs> you know, and and I mean, it's not like you know, you get up there and you know, there's Yukon Brewing out you know out of Whitehorse, and and yeah. it's not like. You know, it's, it's a river, and there's you, you can't get that much in a canoe, right?
0: No, <laughs> right. But there was a technical question about crossing the border. Oh yes, <laughs> and this is what I want to know. Yeah. Because how much how much beer can you bring across the border from the Yukon into Alaska?
2: It's it's actually it's pretty tight. It's like less mm-hmm. than a case a person.
0: So if you fill up a bear barrel <laughs> with beer and you send it down the river before you mm-hmm. are you technically bringing that across
2: you know I'm not even going to go into this because if customs <laughs> hears this call <laughs> if
0: they're sitting at the border one day and there's yeah. a barrel going down yeah they're going to be looking for me there's a couple of kayakers and canoers coming down they yeah. know yeah. you're busted
2: yep yeah. yeah I'm going to I'm going to send them straight to you yeah. too. <laughs> it was his <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah no you know it's it's uh it's it, it is interesting though you know all joking aside about that it's like another layer of complexity with this trip because you've got the border crossings like when we're driving up yeah so we have the border crossing into canada the border crossing into alaska go down to um we went down to um uh anchorage and we picked up stuff there that we're sending out Mm -hmm. and so we're doing all of these kinds of things and then you go um back into uh back into the yukon to start your trip to start the trip. And then you get on the water and you go back across the border, you know, and it's it is one of those things. Well, what can you take? What do we need to buy here? Can we drop this? You know, can we keep right. this? And so we're, we're actually trying to work very closely with customs on that. So we don't because we don't want to run a you know, yeah. follow. Yes. Thing, right. Yeah. It's, it's just like finding you got point a mail somewhere? drop
0: somewhere that wasn't mail dropped because yeah you needed duties or. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of detail stuff and and, you know doing it between the two countries complicates it but but it's you know it, it's the yukon river yeah so it's worth every single mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah because that's that's exactly it you look at the map going let's
0: paddle the yukon mm-hmm. which is a great little i mean we talked about it about a month ago we did our show um and say you know it all starts with a spark of an idea mm-hmm. and oh let's paddle the yukon yeah but then as it builds up you realize there's more to paddling the yukon than just jumping in a canoe and going right yeah exactly right? there's the a logistics. lot of logistics is, yeah. is phenomenal yeah so but you know what it, it sounds like you got everything well in hand it sounds like you guys are going to have an absolute blast
2: yeah where i know
0: yeah it, it's
2: it's <laughs> it's you know just it is it is the bucket list trip for me right you know it's it's there's a lot of places in the world i want to go there's a lot of paddling i want to do but this is the one that you know this it's is going to do that it. I, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, we wish you uh, all the best. Thank yes. You. And
2: like I say, I'm looking forward to our
0: little uh, chats yeah, over the next 10 weeks. That'll and be great. I think that'll be pretty cool to do. That'll be great. So, well, thanks for uh, coming on and uh, we'll let you go and uh,
2: get paddling. Good great. luck on the trip. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, instagram and twitter current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from itunes google play and the episode page of our website if you have any questions comments or ideas for the show we would love to hear from you so drop us a line on facebook or our website thank you for listening enjoy the show welcome back so it looks like there's a lot of people out there doing some really long trips this year and having a lot of fun Yeah. yeah
1: And, and as much as I find it enticing to do a almost 5,000 mile canoe trip, I don't think I could handle it. I could handle it. It's too long. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, it's, it's, I think it's the thing is we're used to doing regular canoe trips. Yeah. Vacation so, trips. So yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is almost this, becomes a seven month job. Yes. You're exactly. up every day. Yeah. You paddle, you stop, yeah. you make camp. You go to bed. It takes a special you kind get of up, person to do that, eh? Tear camp down. Oh. You paddle all day. You yeah. stop. You set up. Camp. Day after day, except for that five days that they're you know slacking yeah. in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That'd be really cool to do. But yeah, it's a total different. Monster.
1: Imagine the logistics of having food caches and people standing by to resupply you and. And you're, you don't want to carry too much stuff because it's a long journey, right? Yeah. So you're going to want to have, like, they're probably going to be resupplied like 30, 40 times along the way. Or right? they
0: just stop somewhere and resupply themselves. Yeah, I you suppose go, right? you just
1: pass through a town, run yeah. into town
0: and go to the local bulk barn or yeah. whatever, right? You hang out here, I'm going to run into the bulk yeah. barn that's across the street. Yeah. or Watch the and make yeah. sure nobody steals it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? When I've ta- thought about doing massive trips like this, yeah. that's the one big thing that's always crossed my mind. If, especially if you're solo, yeah. who's looking after your stuff if you yeah. run into town? Let's mm-hmm. not say you're coming back and it's all gone? I mean, mm-hmm. and I just get paranoid that way because, you know, one canoe trip I came back and the two tires on my canoe oh. trailer and the one on my truck were flat. Yeah. And you that's know, not Somebody accidental. just let the air out. Yeah. And then I came How out of that one 10 day that? trip and somebody had stolen my tailgate oh, off my yes, truck. Oh I forgot right? about that. And that's not cheap. Yeah. Um you lock so, it now, don't you?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I always leave my tailgate unlocked, so if somebody wants to look inside and see what's there, they're not gonna see anything. Yeah. I didn't really think that they're just you gonna just take the tailgate. Oh, hey, yeah, I'll show you not to leave anything in your truck. I'll steal your tailgate. <laughs> that was what, twelve hundred bucks or something? That's crazy. For the tailgate alone, and then they had to paint it to match the color uh, and Man oh man. Couldn't it, just
1: leave it primer red?
0: yeah (laughs) and just leave it prime or gray or red or whatever yeah it's a new truck but yeah you know what like coursing through america.com follow martin and jill and uh you know like i say they got their in reach on that that uh page their their website and you can follow see exactly where they are at all times and go to their facebook pages martin tron tran T-R-A-H-A-N canoeist and Jillian A. Brown Photography and see the updates, the pictures and that that they're taking and where they are. And John Van Berger of the Outdoor Kind, his Yukon Journey Canoe and Kayak Charitable Expedition, YukonJourney.org. Follow him as well. If you go to the website, there's a whole lot more information on there and uh, that you can follow. And when it comes to going out on the water just for the day, for an evening paddle, whatever, please wear Wear your your PFD. (laughs) Wear your life jacket. Wear them, wear them, wear them. That's what they're for. They are for that, exactly. save your life. So if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find all our... Episodes, past and present, on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, and the episode page on our paddlingadventuresradio.com website. You can also Google us, and you'll find us. Apparently, podcasts end up being picked up from everywhere. Yes. So yeah, you can you can find us everywhere. You can stream us. You can download us. Everything from episode one to this is episode 120. So thank everybody for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And this is Derek Express. y'all. See you next time.